clothing sizes, your pant size is not real. Clothing sizes, your pant size is bullshit. And I'm going to take you through some things that I know just being in this industry to just like help you pull that apart a little bit. The reason I feel inspired to record this episode right now is I have my post-vacation body happening right now. And this is something like we never talk about, right? So like in society. What up, lady? Welcome back to the Styled for Life podcast. It's Katie, your favorite podcast host and personal stylist, back with another episode. Thank you so much for being here. I think today's episode is going to hit home and I'm pumped because it's my first episode recording post vacation. So I'm really excited. I feel like I've had fucking mental breakthrough after mental breakthrough after mental breakthrough in the last week. So I'm really, really excited for today's episode. Just got finished um, doing an IG live with my friend Kathy and lots of amazing ladies joined us over there and I'm just feeling that energy. So I wanted to take that amazing energy bottle up and serve it up on the podcast. So as always, my intention with this podcast is to inspire you in your life to feel good in your body like every day and just share, share all the things that are working with me so that you can start to see and and put together how they could be working for you in your life. And to hit on topics that I know that all of us are struggling with all the time, right? So that's one thing that's been really evident and key for me when I started this podcast is 10 out of 11 times, I'm joking, I should have said 11 out of 10 times, if there's something that's going on in my life, it's going on in someone else's life and I should share and I should talk about it because we are all so connected, more connected than I think we realize. Now that I've been running my business for a couple of years and seeing clients consistently, the same things are always coming up for me, for them, whatever that looks like. So I'm really love to use that or to use this platform to share those things, to inspire, to transform, so that we can really, truly, and I hate the fucking saying, live your best life, but live your best life. Step into your big bitch energy, your BBE, right? And that's something I feel like I've been shying away from is um, my big bitch energy and saying it and talking about it. So we're going to bring that back. So if you're new, Big bitch energy, your BBE, is just being the biggest version of yourself, not playing small anymore, physically, mentally, emotionally. One thing I know I do all the time to play small, and can I get an amen, is I hunch my fucking shoulders. And I'm really trying to do that. Um, Too bad I'm not videotaping this soon. I think I am. I got a new camera for podcast videos, but I'm sitting here like doing my shoulder stretches, trying to make sure I'm sitting up straight as we speak. But that's one of the things I know I do is like I hunch physically and make myself smaller so that I don't make people feel uncomfortable by my presence or if I'm nervous and things like that. So that's what the big stands for. The bitch, well, that's one, because I'm a cussy little bear. I like to cuss. And two, because I'm reclaiming the word bitch. The word bitch historically doesn't bother me unless I'm really, really pissed off and arguing with my husband. But it doesn't. So for me, when I use that word, it's just a 
super positive, my version of my highest self. And obviously, you know what energy is. So like one of my clients said to me the other day in a text, and I will never forget, we had a great little chat. Um, She signed up for some new stuff, and it's so exciting. And she said, BBE loading. And I was like, yes. So that's my new motto. Whenever I'm like stepping into something new or shifting and scared, like I use that as my courage to say, yes, this is my BBE is loading and I'm about to go crush this shit. So today's episode is going to be around clothing sizes because that is a topic that comes up for me on every single call whether you're a size zero or a size 24 that is a conversation i'm having with all women in all walks of life so that means it deserves podcast episode and we need to talk about this content so that being said if you love today's episode and you know a friend who might be struggling with this or you've had conversations around this with share this podcast episode with her it's an amazing way to share um gems that you love with other women and it's amazing way to help this podcast continue to grow and to support me as well. So thank you so much. Share, subscribe, reveal if you feel so called. I was actually looking at my reviews the other day. I use my podcast reviews as what my friend Ash told me. I did a tarot reading with her earlier this week. I tagged her in my stories if you follow me on Insta over at Katie Allen Stylist. But she told me to create a sunshine folder. And people always say, like, collect evidence around things when you're feeling moments of self-doubt and things like that. And I've been breaking through a lot of self-doubt lately. And my husband was like, have you ever read your fucking podcast reviews? He was like, you're literally helping people feel better in their bodies. He was like, go read them. And I was actually reading them. So if you want to add (laughs) to my sunshine folder you can go leave me a podcast review, does not go unnoticed. And what an amazing way, what a great tool. So twofold, I would love a review so we can share and grow a army of women who feel good in their bodies all the time by hanging out with us and enjoying this podcast content. And also you can help me personally build my sunshine folder. So subscribe, rate, review the podcast, share it. If you want to hop on my newsletter so you never miss an episode, I'm going to be completely transparent because, you know, that's one of my gifts. I'm building a new um, tool that I want to share with you guys around. Well, I have a couple of different ideas, so maybe I can ask you for help here. One, I want to build a new tool with some easy outfit formulas and um, share that. And I want to do something on body confidence as well just not really sure what that looks like. So if you guys have any feedback or something that you know you want, definitely hit me up and let me know. Slide in my DMs, probably the easiest way at Katie Allen Stylist or wherever we message. But um, working on all those things and I'm super excited. So long story short, if you want to hop on the newsletter, my free gift right now for anyone who's hopping on the newsletter is a style guide to sync with your cycle. Um, you can get that free gift and hop on the newsletter over at katiejuststyled.com backslash freebie. That being said, 
Let's talk about clothing sizes. Um, first, I would like to say um, clothing sizes, your pant size is not real. Clothing sizes, your pant size is bullshit. And I'm going to take you through some things that I know just being in this industry to just like help you pull that apart a little bit. And the reason I saved this episode for right now, I don't even know if I saved this. The reason I feel inspired to record this episode right now is can we, I just had this like aha moment again, coming straight off of vacation, right? Like skin tan, hair long, smelling like vacation. I have my post-vacation body happening right now. And this is something like we never talk about, right? So like in society, we have all these like societal, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like rituals and not even rituals, traditions that we follow. And some of it makes complete sense, right? Like the seasons are getting ready to shift. I know I've been talking about fall for too long and it's not fall yet, but this morning I went outside and it was kind of cold at least here on the East Coast. Um, But we have these traditions and these things that naturally fall in line that we talk about all the time. And our summer body is absolutely one of them that people start talking about. And there's been a lot of different shifts in body acceptance and things like that, um, you know, on the internet. And as things have changed and the world gets smaller through digital media and stuff like that, boys talk about our summer bodies, our summer bodies. But what about our post-summer body. Because you know what happens to me in the summer? One, my schedule is blown to shit. I will master this one day. I bet my kids will probably already be in college by the time I figure out how to fucking handle this. (laughs) But my schedule is blown to shit, right? My kids aren't on a normal, their typical schedule. I don't want to use the word normal, their usual schedule anymore. So that in and of itself calls one level of stress that kind of throws a lot of other things out of balance. We tend to overindulge, at least I do, in the summer. Again, because my kids are home from summer and you're like, it's one giant fucking long weekend, right? And on the weekend is always where I give myself a little bit of space to indulge more than usual on, you know, some of my favorite things like pastries and donuts. So I tend to overindulge in summer because the kids are home and I'm like, it's summer. We should go get ice cream every night, right? Then a lot of us take vacations. Again, one thing I really, really learned from my vacation last week was I like to vacation from everything when I go on vacation. I want to vacation from my responsibilities. I want to vacation from my self-care. I want to vacation from my gratitude journaling. And most importantly, I'm going to vacation from whatever food habits that I may or may not have at home around like eating really healthy or clean, or whatever that word is for you, right? So overindulging in general, and then going on vacation and just really letting the guard down, right? So like on vacations are tiring because you're busy, you're walking, you're doing a lot of physical activities, but I'm still not doing like my normal like yoga or my walk or my strength training. And then I'm also just like, give me all the fucking fried chicken, right? That's the only thing my kids are going to eat, or at least my daughter, is eating like just fucking whipped cream out of a bowl and fucking fried chicken, right? So I just was like having this thought about like that post-vacation body. And while I have shitloads of mental clarity, I'm also really motivated because quite frankly, it has nothing to do with like my clothes being tight. 
I just don't fucking feel good, right? I just like feel like shit in my body and I have a lot of things I want to do. So I was really inspired to bring you this episode around clothing sizes and why the fuck they just are not real. So a couple of things here that you may or may not know or you just need to be reminded and we all need to be reminded of lots of things. Clothing size for one is a fucking social construct. It has changed and there is data and I ha- if you want it, I can send you articles. Clothing sizes have changed over the years. What used to be a size eight in the late 80s and what is considered a size eight now is five inches different, right? So in, and I don't have the fucking numbers in front of me and um, I thought I had them memorized, but now that I'm sitting here on the microphone, I'm like, do I have them memorized? (laughs) So in the late 80s, a size eight was a 23.5. Now, a size 8 is around a 28 and a half, right? Same, 23.5, 23 and a half. Now, it's a 28 and a half. That's a big fucking difference. Five inches? Have you ever seen five-inch heels? That's a big fucking difference, right? That's a difference of me being 5'4 or being 5'9. Okay, that's a totally different person. I can't even imagine being fucking 5'9". Five inches, that's a really, really big deal. And that has shifted over the years behind the scenes. No one knows that this is happening because guess what? Sizing in the fashion industry is not regulated. There's no mandates around it. Different brands don't share with other brands what their size is. Every brand has their own size to what like a size 8, 10, or 12 is, or whatever size, right? So that was just what a average size 8 was that I just shared with you. But I also have tons of charts and research around what a size 8 is at different retailers, and they're all off by a couple of inches. So at Calvin Klein, and again, I should have fucking had this in front of me before I recorded, but I don't know the numbers exactly, but Calvin Klein is size eight is much bigger than a Zara size eight. So let me say this again. Clothing sizes aren't real. And what happens in the way that we use this to play small and get out of our big bitch energy, right? So we tap into our small bitch energy here is that we start to attach our worth and our value around what those pants sizes are or those clothing sizes are in general and they have no fucking relevance to your self-worth or your value or how good you can do something or how funny you are or how great of a friend you are or how amazing and talented you are it truly truly has nothing to do with those because those sizes are not standard yet as a society we put a shit ton of stock in them and they are always always changing they are always always shifting And I get it. I get it. I'm on this journey with you. I have gained 20 pounds in two years. I am not a size 8. I am not a size 10. I'm hanging on to a size 12, barely by a thread. And when I was faced with going up to a 14 in some shorts this summer, like, I'm not going to lie and tell you that I was like, oh, this is cool. Sizing is not real. Katie, you know that Abercrombie & Fitch runs smaller than Express or the other places you like to buy jeans from. 
No, I guess rationally, I had that thought. Emotionally, I was like, bitch, get your shit together, right? Now, there's a lot of backstory to that, right? There's a lot of resistance I've been sharing around working out and different things like that. But that's besides the point. I totally understand it. But I had to have a real serious conversation with myself around what that meant for me. What it meant for me was... I have a pain point. I want to wear shorts. It's a hundred fucking degrees and it's humid as shit. I want to do lots of fun things with my kids this summer. That will require shorts. So do I buy the shorts in a size that's not comfortable for me? Or do I sit in my shit? Don't buy the shorts. Don't schedule the fun things with my kids because I'm like, living in the survival mode and I don't have anything to wear and I don't feel good in my body and perpetuate the cycle of not hitting my goals, dreams that I want to accomplish just because of a fucking label on a pair of Abercrombie and Fitch shorts. No, the fuck I'm not, right? Like that was a really easy 30 second spiel. Now, mind you, that took a day or two to work through, but that was the reality of it, right? That's the reality of it. If I don't buy those shorts and I don't feel good in my body, by not buying the 14 because I don't want to be associated with a size 14, is that going to make me happier? Is that going to make me schedule the things and plan the things that I want to go with my kid? Is that going to make me go running like I really want to do? Is that going to want to make me go buy the food that I really crave but I continue to eat the fried chicken? No, it's going to continually Give me the excuse and let me play the victim of all the reasons why I can't do those things because I don't have clothes to wear. So sorry, I'm just not going to plan those things. And we don't do this consciously. I'm not consciously like, yeah, I'm not going to take you kids out today because I don't have anything to wear. I'm just not motivated. I'm simply not motivated to make the plan and I let the day go by and then another day goes by, then the week goes by, then it's fucking middle of August and you're like, what the fuck did we do this summer? Oh my God, another summer gone. And I've heard myself say this one. So pause and ask yourself, well, next summer we're going to do this. Next summer, I promise we'll go on that vacation. Next summer we'll go to Italy. There's not always going to be a next summer. You're not guaranteed a next summer. And next summer is not going to be this summer. Because next summer, for all my moms, right? Next summer, my kids are another year older. Next summer, my kids are another year closer to fucking going to college. Next summer, I have no fucking idea if I'm going to have the means next summer to take you to Italy or whatever the trip is or the thing is that we want to do. But what I do have the means for right now and what I do have control over right now is buying myself the pair of shorts that fit me so that I can take you to the beach, so I can go play mini golf, so I can show up and just have fun with you. Like who gives a shit about that number? So I wanted to share that story with you guys, and I wanted to share the facts around sizing. I know for a fact, clothing sizing is not regulated. For a fact, I can wear multiple sizes at the same brand. So I still love to shop Express. Express jeans are still some of my favorite jeans that are, you know, reasonably reasonably priced that I feel like are really on trend that do their fucking job, right? Decent quality. And I will wear a 10, a 12, and a 14. 
all different. It depends on the cut. It depends on the wash. It could even be the same exact pair of jeans. And I'm going to give you a really good example that I know you can relate to here. So in the modern world, if you think back before fashion, back in the day when things were a little bit different, um, before ready to wear, which honestly came out in like in the 60s, people had to get their clothes made. So you either were fortunate enough to pay someone to make your clothes or you bought a pattern and you made your own clothes, right? There was no sizing attached to that. That's what you did. Insert ready to wear clothes that you can buy off the rack. You hear things called like off the rack and ready to wear. That's because they're being mass produced in a factory made from a pattern and a silhouette. And the way that they cut fabric, and I'm going to give you this really cool example. And examples like this really help me shift my mindset when I'm in a mood is like this visual or this metaphor. So I want you to visualize a stack of denim fabric that they're about to cut jeans out of. And then I want you to visualize a stack of papers. Now imagine you taking the scissors and you're cutting the stack of paper and you've done this in your life probably where you're cutting something out for a kid project or a project yourself that you had to do and you have multiple sheets of paper that you need to cut the little fucking weekly vocabulary words out of or something and you cut it and the sheet every sheet is cut slightly different because when you cut those sheets and that stack like that everyone shifts just a teeny, teeny bit. And then there's going to be the sheet on top and then the sheet on the bottom are going to have the most discrepancy in the cut, right? So we go from, I don't know all the increments here, we go from centimeters to uh, millimeters, centimeters to inches, right? And this is where sizing starts to get really complicated. I want you to envision a stack of denim getting cut the same exact way. Yes, they're not necessarily doing it by hand. Yes, they have machines that do it, but the fabric is even more pliable than that paper. It has even more movement than that paper. So depending on what they're using to hold that material in place and how quick that slices and how you know, the pressure of it and all of that, the material is going to shift and guaranteed that the stack of the gene on top is not going to be exactly the same as the gene on bottom, but bet your ass, they're all going to be size 12. So you can walk into a store and try on a size 12 in this gene and it doesn't fit and then try on a different size 12 in the same stack and it does fit. That is true. That is facts. Ask anybody, any stylist, anyone that's in this industry, that sizing is so not real. So also what sparked this conversation is this has kind of been like an ongoing thing. Like I said, a lot of my clients have been bringing it up. Another stylist I follow did a whole post on this. And then that sparked a whole other conversation with a bunch of other stylists. Like, did you see this? I'm struggling with this, all of this. And I was like, it is time that we share this message. It's really just another social contract that we've bought into. So whether we're talking about our age, our body weight, our pant size, all of those numbers are just data points. They're just data points to help you make decisions. So when you start shopping, you are just using that size reference as part of your style strategy. Style is not about luck, as much as I wish it was, because <laughs> sometimes I hate when people start using words like strategy and data. I want everything to be fucking flowers, lipstick, and feelings. I get it. 
But part of your style strategy is knowing what your measurements are. One, measurements are so much more important than sizes and everybody's measurements are different, right? We can wear size 12s or 14s, but my waist, hips, and bust measurements are still going to be different from yours, even if we both wear a 14. So that immediately tells me that the 14 means nothing. The 14 is a data point. So as part of my style strategy, I know that I'm going shopping for a pair of jeans because the weather's turning. And I want crop legs because I have short legs and a long torso. I want a little bit of flair and a raw hem. These are all data points that I know that I want to look great in my body and for the season transition. The last data point, so when I find that gene and I find that style and I narrow it down the wash and I pick out which one I want based on the distress level, the last data point I need to know on which one to actually pick out of the stack of genes that essentially all look the same is just what size. It's just a tool that helps me know which one to actually pick up. And then, yes, I'm going to have to try on a couple of different pairs. And then my only job is to choose the one that makes me feel the best. That's it. As simple as that. So that I get to wear these clothes, use them as a tool in my toolbox to feel amazing. Just like that sunshine folder I was telling you about in the beginning of the podcast. Use the clothes as a tool to feel amazing. And constantly just ask yourself, if you feel the cringe when you're doing sizing, if you feel the cringe as your body's changing, for whatever reason that your body's changing, then think about why am I putting so much value on this? Am I my pant size? No, the fuck I'm not. I'm so much more than that. And then if that doesn't work, I want you to visualize yourself cutting stacks of paper, helping your kids cut their little weekly vocabulary words, cutting pictures out of magazines, whatever it is. We've all used scissors in our life and think of anytime you cut something, how it can shift. And just remember that and try to take yourself away from that number and separate you and what that means to you so that you can use that as your strategy to feel amazing in your body because you deserve to feel amazing no matter what and just think about that story like around the size 14 shorts I deserve to feel good this summer even if I'm not my body weight I deserve to have fun with my kids if that's what I desire and if I desire to wear shorts because I don't want to wear a shirt out playing mini golf or going to a theme park, then I deserve to have a pair of shorts that look amazing on me. And you guys have seen the shorts. They're the same shorts that I've worn all summer that I've posted in any picture that I've posted on Instagram. And I don't think anybody listening to this podcast would look at that picture and say, yeah, they're cute and that's a great picture, but too bad they're 14. No, you're like, thanks for fucking showing up and being vulnerable and sharing the pain so I could get out of my own shit. So think about that next time you are looking for clothing. Sizes are bullshit. They're not real. They're not mandated. They're not regular, regulated and they're not shared among brands. Every brand has the creative freedom to use a fit model is what they call it. And by fit, that just means like that's just the name that they use. It's called a fit model that you use to draw the outfit, to do the design. It's how they, it's the tool that they use to base all the other measurements off of it. And it's called the fit model because it's just the prototype, It's just the prototype that they're using and every other size is built off of that prototype. And just like you, 
they're doing that and creating these designs. They're filling their own need and pain. Those designers who are designing these clothes, whatever the standard that started for them and their brand, it all was birthed out of the person who created it and what their body type was and what their culture and their um, perception of life was all built out of that. Everyone's only experiencing this planet and this world through their mindset. So I hoped that that helped clear up maybe some grief that you've been having around clothing sizes. Clothing sizes are bullshit. Remember that. If you're ready to make some changes, you're ready to get styled, then go ahead and schedule a free chat with me. We can talk about this some more. We can talk about ways to feel amazing in your body. It's kind of my thing. Hop over to katiejuststyled.com backslash contact and we can connect. We can schedule a 30 minute call, have that conversation. We'll get you styled right on up, boo. If you enjoyed today's episode, let me know. Shoot me a message. However, we connect email, Instagram, um, Katie Allen Stylist over on IG, email Katie at katiejuststyled.com excuse me, dot com. And stay tuned, babe, because I have lots, lots of juicy stuff coming up for this fall. Lots of new changes, lots of new opportunities to work with me, to get styled, and lots of fun new style tips as we transition into the fashion world's favorite dressing season. I will talk to you ladies later. Don't forget to stand in your big bitch energy and use your style to feel amazing. I will talk to you soon. We'll see you on the other side.